Most salespeople only focus on 25% of potential sales possibilities. Uh, make sure you're not one of those on episode seven of the Why How Yes Sales podcast. The Why How Yes Sales Podcast is sponsored by Jared James Enterprises and Jarja Media. Real estate agents have roughly a 90% failure rate, and Jared James and Jarja Media offer products and services that don't only help agents succeed, quite frankly, they help it, they make it harder for real estate agents to fail too. Uh, whether it's coaching to hold them accountable, a dedicated marketing rep to help create and implement strategies, transaction coordinators to help do the paperwork for you, or a CRM to uh, help you run your business. Jared James and Jarge Media have the tools you need to succeed at a higher Hey, salespeople. Welcome to the Why How Yes Sales Podcast, where I help you get to the yes the right way. I'm Red Staffstrom, and I'm here to help you fix your broken sales skills. Um, this is week seven, lucky number seven. Um, and what I want to talk about is how we kind of get blindsided as salespeople where we only focus on one particular type of customer. Um, we are, generally speaking, as salespeople, we are hunters. We get that taste of blood in our mouths and we want to go after new business, new business, new business. But when we do that, we're losing a lot of potential revenue streams that we could be doing. We're losing out on a lot of the potential money we could be making. Now, I want to introduce an acronym, and I don't remember where I've heard this acronym from. It might have been Sandler Training, um, but I, I can't remember exactly. Now, this acronym is CARE. K-A-R-E. CARE, just like an illiterate spelling of CARE. Um, so K is for keep. A is for attain, R is for reacquire, and E is for expand. Now these are four different ways that you could create revenue as long as you're focusing your, your marketing and your sales the right way. Now each of these are drastically different, um, but I wanna make sure you're evaluating all of them um, with your customers and see how you can do things. Make sure that you're specializing in them too. So let me go into what they are first, where you'll find them, um, and then I'll go into how you work on growing these. So let's start with the K, where the acronym begins, is just keep. Now, keeping customers is one of the most successful ways to grow a business. Um, and if you're a sales manager, keeping salespeople is one of the best ways to grow a business. Um, too much is usually placed on acquiring and not enough on being loyal to the customers that you already have. Quite frankly, um, keeping customers is not only for subscription model companies, although that's the majority of them. Um, it's for everybody. The easiest customer you are ever going to sell is the customer who already bought from you. Um, and I'm going to re, like, revisit that phrase a couple of times. So that's the reason why virtually every major man car manufacturer has a service department attached and they require car dealerships to have that is because it's easy to keep that customer if they're then coming in for oil changes every three months, if they're coming in to get their tires and they're doing all these other maintenance things for their cars, it's easier to sell them a car because they know how the company works and that aversion, that lack of trust that most people have 
that goes away when you've been dealing with somebody for a long period of time. And I just want to address how risk adverse people are. Um, when you go to an ice cream place, they have those little spoons. They don't charge anything, but if you want to try a flavor, they'll let you take this little quarter teaspoon of uh, flavor and you can make your decision on that. Now what that means is people are so scared of spending any money the wrong way, they won't even spend $3 on an ice cream cone without testing the flavor first. That is how afraid people are of making the wrong decisions. So if you focus on creating a customer experience and keeping a trust level high, it's going to be very easy to just keep them as customers. Now, I mentioned this again in the auto industry. Um, in real estate, that's really big. Repeat and referral, repeat customers are excellent sources of income. Uh, I know many real estate agents who I talk to, that's a sizable portion of their current sales every year is once they've been in for a few years, hey, 60% of my deals come from past customers. Now that's significant. If 60% of their customers or more in many cases are coming from somebody that they've already bought, like that they've already dealt with, that shows that building that level of trust and staying in contact becomes a major, major way of growing your business. Um, also, when I'm talking about keeping, I wanna make sure that we address this as sales managers too. One of the most expensive things that you can do as a sales manager is train somebody. That is not an easy process. That is very tedious, very time consuming. And by ignoring the salespeople that you have, you're only going to make, give yourself more work in terms of how you have to recruit and how you have to train all, somebody all over again from scratch. So if you focus on keeping the right people, keeping the right customers, the customers you like to work with, that's going to be recurring revenue for you. Um, this is specifically true if you're selling life insurance, again, selling real estate, a lot of the big ticket items, but also, if you sell subscription model, um, keeping is a big key. Attain is pretty much the, the standard sales, the go out, hunt, and see what you could kill. I'm not going to go too in deep for this one because this is how most salespeople already think. Um, these are the people who go out and cold call or call leads or they're trying to generate new business. Now, we can't ignore new business, but by letting it become the overall strategy of we need new business, we need new business, you're going to be neglecting a lot of the other places you can cover. Um, just make sure that this, while it's very important and you need to have new customers because old customers will leave, but the best customer and client you can have is the one who's already been working with you and the one who already knows you, likes you, trusts you. Um, so just don't go after attaining new customers and cold calling and that at the expense of the other three, the keep, reacquire, expand. Now reacquire is pretty simple as well too. These are customers that you've lost for one reason or another. Maybe the products that you're offering didn't meet the needs of what they were looking for at that time. Um, maybe things have changed, maybe they haven't. You should be reaching out to lost customers 
on a regular basis. Customers that you weren't able to put a deal together for are still a very likely source of um, new customers for you. We all know the reason there's a lack of trust that I addressed before and there's reason for the high risk adversions. Um, I'm not sure if that's a word, but th them avoiding risk avoidance, I should say, um, is because so many people have been burnt by so many companies. Your, I, your goal here is just to continue to be a resource and to be a friendly face because if the other company that they went to, whether they were previous customers who left or customers who never walked it, like shook your hand on a deal, make sure you're spending your time reacquiring people that you weren't able to put something together for. Um, deals go bad. It's, sadly, it's the nature of the world. Um, I hate to say that you can be there for an I told you so moment, but that I told you so can be pretty profitable in the sales industry. So don't be afraid to reach out to people who you didn't work with and just say, hey, how's it going? Is there anything we could help with? Any advice? Would you like me to do an audit on their services? No obligation, just to keep them honest. Um, some people will kind of scoff at this. Some people will push back. But if you show yourself as a resource, when that contract expires, you'll be more in the running than you ever would because if you follow up with somebody who isn't a customer with that level of care, pun intended, um, then they know that if they are a customer, they're going to be getting even better service. Now, caveat with that, if you're going to go and reacquire people, and go after lost prospects, make sure you have the system for when they are prospects or when they are customers that you can keep them. Um, keep, I believe, is the holy grail of all sales that gets undermined because we're so much we want to go out and hunt and go out and kill. Don't be afraid to focus on the farming, which is keeping, reacquiring, and E, expanding. Now, expanding is pretty simple as well, too. That's just selling. That's just an upsell. We'll, we'll keep it even that simple. Um, they bought the Big Mac. Now you're here to sell them uh, the fries. Many companies will actually build their entire business model on expanding the sale. Now, let me kind of walk you through this. In men's suits, let's just say, it's very like common in men's clothing sales. I'll come in and I'll buy a suit. Now, the way that they marketed to me and the way they got me in the door is, hey, we're running a deal on suits. I know when I was a stockbroker and I was watching CNBC all day, I would often see these Joseph A. Banks um, buy one, get two free suit sales. Really, the suits are still 250 bucks a piece. But the reason they run it that way is because they know that the margins on the suit are very, very small. But when you go to buy the shirt, that's a $15 shirt that they're selling to you for 60. That tie that you buy because you just bought three new suits is now $50 when it's just a $11 cost to the seller. In um, electronic sales, this is very common too. You buy the TV. Now the TV, they have to kind of like push out the door. They have to kind of whore out the price on that. But when you get in and now you have to buy new HDMI cords, now you need to buy the protection plan, now you need to buy, that's where there's higher margin prospects, the higher margin items 
that expand the sale and make it much more profitable. Now, when you just bought a $800 TV, let's just say, you're not very cost sensitive to the $50 um, HDMI cable. But that's where they're making the majority of their profit is with those small purchases that they can raise that you're not cost sensitive about. Now, when you're looking at that TV, you're doing consumer reports, you're going at reviews, you're checking Amazon reviews, um, you're comparing the price on Best Buy versus Walmart versus Target versus Amazon. Your hackles are up. But once you make that decision and you trust that you're getting the right deal, then they could kind of slip one under the radar, which is, again, the HDMI cables, the... Um, I'm not going to say the universal remote because that's kind of old and passe, but you get the point. Now, for sales in general, don't be afraid to push or make the higher margins on the low value items that you sell. Um, for me, I sell coaching, obviously. That's one of my, I do consulting work. I talk to real estate agents and I help them with their business. Don't be afraid to focus what you're doing now and minimize the price now to get more later. Um, that can work very well if you work with builders. Now, I'm not telling you you should scalp your um, commission on a house because that's not worthwhile, but if they're giving you four or five houses, expand that business. Don't be afraid to make more profit to have more houses, uh, more listings, I should say. Um, that's just a big thing, but you need to be doing all four. You need to be keeping your current customers. You need to be attaining new customers. You need to be reacquiring the customers that went away for one reason or another, and you need to be expanding the current customers. It all starts with that K though. It starts with that keep. If you are not keeping the customers the right way and you're not tending to your farm and tending to your database, all the others are going to be more difficult. There's a reason why that K begins it all. You need to have those processes and those systems in place to farm because once you do those things right, everything else becomes easier. If you are treating customers the right way and you are providing value, I know that's kind of a cliche in these sales talks, but if you are providing value to your customers, the word will get out and you'll get testimonials and you'll get um, word of mouth and you'll get referrals and all of those things that'll make it easier to attain new business, to reacquire the people who went somewhere else and to expand those customers that you already have. Make sure that you are focusing on keeping your customers as much as possible. Don't get distracted, I should say. Don't get distracted by simply attaining new ones. Don't get distracted by the hunt when you've got vegetables at home that you can farm. Um, is it easy work? Not even remotely. Is it sexy work? No, it's not. It's not that Blake walking in, Glengarry, Glen Ross, always be closing, call the leads, the leads aren't weak, you're weak. It's not that but it's way more profitable to run a farm than to go out and try and hunt at scale. Um, so I hope this helps. Um, once again, this has been episode seven of the Why How Yes Sales podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, uh, if, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Um, be sure to follow if you're on Spotify, review the podcast. It really helps the channel out. Um, I really want to make sure you guys are alerted when I create new content and put it out there. 
Um, so once again, this has been Red Staffstrom. I look forward to seeing you guys next week on the Why How Yes Sales Podcast, where I will continue to help you fix your broken sales skills.